Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to Me Time. This is the second AMA. It's actually the first, still the first round of questions. I just decided to break it up because there were so many and they were so great. And I wanted to give all of them the time that they deserve. So thank you all again for all of your questions. We'll do more of these. And this will just be part two, which will it, it'll probably end up being three parts total. Anyway, I'm curious how all of you spent your me time this week. Please don't forget to tag us. We love photos and we love hearing about it. I absolutely love seeing all of you having your own, I don't know, versions of your own me time. And this week was so nice. This week was very peaceful and kind of nesty. Like I felt like I was, it was very, it was very like home oriented, which I love. So I love fall. Fall is absolutely my favorite season. And I love the turn of fall. I love that it's October. I, it like, I get giddy for all of it. Even though I live in LA and we don't feel it as much, there's still, it's just a vibe. Like, I don't really follow football, but I love having it on in the background on Sundays. There's something about that for me, probably just nostalgia and growing up and football was always on. I mean, I know a thing or two. But I'm just not like I don't really have a team or anything, but I just love having it on. I love the sound of football. I love seeing pumpkin patches on the streets. One of my absolute favorite lines from a movie is when Tom Hanks and you've got mail, when Tom Hanks is talking about fall and he says it makes you want to buy a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils. I feel like that sums up fall really well. My other favorite TV reference for fall is the I Heart New York episode of Sex in the City at the very end. It, well, it begins with Carrie putting like the extra blanket on the bed and she talks about like that being the first night, like, you know, fall is in the air is when you put the extra blanket on the bed. And then at the very end of the episode, so much happens. I think it's my favorite episode of the show ever. A leaf falls and the music that's playing, like the whole thing, it just really, 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 really gets fall. And I love it. 
fall is a vibe. And even though the leaves don't necessarily change in LA, you know, to the point that they do most other places, I still feel you can still kind of feel just like a little chill in the air. The sun hangs a little bit different. And I don't know, it makes me want to like be home and bake, which happened this week. So this week's me time involves some baking and some planting. So I got, I'm actually going to post about this because I want to share my love of Sunset Nursery in Los Angeles. I got two plants this week and uh, I'm in love with them. I feel like I just brought two new little beings into the house and I'm excited and they're very cute and I'm going to post pictures. So, and then baking, I... I really got into some cooking this week. I made my grandpa's chili. I'm also going to post this recipe. He makes his own seasoning from scratch. And I I have to say this is the best, the best batch I've made. Chili's so fun because you kind of just like get your base and then you can just go crazy. Like it's like, ah, let me throw in these, let me throw in these beans. Let me throw in these beans. Let me throw in these tomatoes. Let me try this spice. Like it's just kind of to your taste and liking. And it's so much fun. And I've been nibbling on that all week. I actually, one of my other favorite, absolute favorite dishes, and that is a creme caramel, which I'll also post uh, my the recipe that I follow. I follow Claire Saffitz, dessert person, and her creme caramel recipe is very simple. It's so good. I make it a little different, so I will, I'll, I'll post about that too. But, uh, so I'm going to share that recipe. So like I made this fun little ginger apple cider tea thing. I'm just really in the mood and in the spirit of fall. I also want to hear how everybody else is spending their fall, their turn of fall, their favorite fall rituals, all that good stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure, uh, it's supposed to be 90 degrees in LA, uh, later this week. So, um, I'm sure the some of those warm, cozy feelings will <laughs> go out the window for a minute. But um, but I I really I think there's something about living in a place where the seasons are not as you, you don't really feel the turn of the season as much as like, say, on the East Coast. So when you do get a week of like cool weather and you do get a week where you get to like really go into it and feel it. It like I I go I I like overcompensate for all the weeks that I that I may not. So yeah, so this was a big week because it got a little chilly in LA. It got like very, very cozy. Um, so it was all about nesting and baking and all those yummy, cozy things. Okay, so I'm gonna bounce around these questions a little bit and pick from a couple of categories I have here. I'm gonna pick one from the advice column. Okay, so I love this question. What is the best advice you've ever been given? I feel like I've been given a lot of really valuable advice. Like what's ringing true right now, just because recently I went to Louisville, my hometown, Kentucky, and I visited my family there. And I was talking to my grandfather, who's 95. He's very content in his days and his life and thoroughly enjoys his alone time. We're very similar that way. He can watch TV all day, watch his sports, read a book. And I asked him, I said, Grandpa, because, you know, it'd be so easy, I think, just to to feel sorry for him. Look, my mom is there all the time, so it's like he has visitors and he has company. But, um, but you know, it'd be easy to almost feel sorry for him. And instead, I, you know, I was more looking at him. I said, Grandpa, what is it? Like, on, on a daily basis, you're so content. You really enjoy your days. 
he explained how much he loves his alone time, but he said, you know, I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful all the time. I'm thankful for every day. And I'm so thankful for, you know, my, this great book I'm reading or these shows that I love to watch. I'm thankful as I look back on my life. He really stays in the space of like being thankful. And it, you know, I know we talk a lot about like gratitude lists and taking time in the day to do that, but he's like the like the walking version of, I think what that does for your your health and like well being, and I loved it. I loved hearing him talk about. It. He talks about it with such a smile on his face, and um, it kind of was a nice reminder that it's that that simple to kind of look around and and be so thankful for for what you do have, rather than focusing on what you don't or what's not working. And the other thing he always says is you're in charge of your own golf score. And I love this because in golf, it's on the golfer's responsibility to keep track of and record their score. You can lie. You can tweak it. You can, but then you have to live with you uh, if you do that, you know, then you're cheating. So I kind of love that. It's it's less like advice. It's more just another way to kind of look at life and, and live. You have to go to bed with you every night. You have to live with you every day. And how do you want to live? And what kind of a person do you want to be? And it's it's your life while you're here. It's your how do you want to spend your days? And I feel like we all have this inner compass. I talk about this a lot on here, that sort of feeling, that gut feeling whether it's the initial feeling you have when you meet somebody, if, you know, it feels good, it feels bad, it feels weird, they have an agenda, you can kind of, there's always, I feel like this initial gut feeling that is, at least for me, I feel like is almost always right. And I can talk myself into, you know, into or out of it, you know, and so I feel like it's, but if if you just go on that initial thing, I think I talked about it at few episodes ago about like the yes it's usually at least for you your compass and your alignment and your conscience like it's usually right for you if you pay attention to it and so I really love how my grandpa sums that up it's so simple and yet it's such a brilliant way to live because it's really not it's you taking responsibility for you and because you are responsible for you. Anyway, you're kind of in control of and responsible for your own life and how you want to live and how you want to feel. And I, I just love that little that little nugget. He almost always, whenever we sit and have these conversations, you know, he almost always shares that that piece. And he's also really lived by it. Um, and this is a happy man at 95, uh, comfortable and very grateful to be here. Anyway, so I loved that question because it's really stuck with me this trip, I think feel like more than ever this visit with him more than ever. And um, I just think it's a great way to live. I hope I explained it right. Alignment, conscience, you know, being an honest, good person there. So uh, another question, what, what is my favorite time of day? I love that. My favorite time of day is it's tricky between sunrise and sunset. I'm going to go with sunset. I'm not always up to see the sunrise, but when I am, it is incredibly special. I feel like there's something about the sunrise that's so peaceful and it's before the day and all that's going to come that day. But 
the sunset always feels like this powerful, just this reminder of, of it, it like jolts me into the present very, very quickly uh, and easily. And a reminder that, you know, there are just bigger, greater things, mother nature. Uh, I, I, I love seeing a sunset, seeing the mountains, seeing the ocean. Like I try to always catch the sunset. It's sort of a thing. And um, it's just a powerful moment. It's just a, a peaceful part of the day to sort of take everything in, kind of assess how, where you are, how it went, and and also maybe what you want to do differently tomorrow or that night or any of that. I just, I love that part of the day. I also, in the winter, I also just love dusk, period. So let's just put sunset and kind of dusk together. I feel like it's, everything like right now I love it in the fall because it's kind of it's like when the chill in the air when you can kind of feel the chill in the air it's a little bit spooky the leaves are falling you can hear the wind blowing them it's just like a little uh it's a vibe (laughs) I feel like I say that a lot this episode it is such a vibe dusk in the fall and then in the winter it's like blue there's this blue light that happens in the winter I grew up in Kentucky so comes along with like the cold snow all those things. But I still kind of feel it even being in LA where the seasons are, you know, the change is very minimal. Um, But it's this kind of bluish light that happens um, right as the sun has set. And it's it's really interesting. Also kind of spooky, kind of melancholy, kind of, I don't know, it always puts me in a little bit of a mood in one that I like. It also reminds me a lot of kind of the holidays because as a kid, you know, it's like when you got your homework done and watch a holiday movie or you're like getting together with your family. I don't know. There's a lot around that time of day. So yeah. All right. It's also happy hour. And you all know I love a happy hour. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. Perfect timing, honestly, because fall is on its way, and my wardrobe could definitely use a refresh. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. From luxurious cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories to elevated versions of all your everyday staples. In any season, but this one especially, their sweaters are the it item. I am obsessed with the Flynn cashmere sweater. Oh, I'm obsessed with all of her cashmere. It's like the perfect everyday v-neck. Literally every day. I wear it all the time. You're going to see it on this podcast. The cashmere Francis polo is super cool, like vintage inspired. They have that back in new shades and you can bet I'm adding both to my cart ASAP. I get compliments every time I wear Jenny Kane. They're just so comfortable. They're classic. It's just like the best, yummiest staples to have in your wardrobe. And they're so comfortable. I truly live in them all season long. Jenny Kane is that type of brand that you never want to take off, truly. I got the cashmere fisherman sweater and it's one of the softest fabrics I have ever, ever felt. I can't even handle it. And the color options are perfection. Jenny Kane is known for their super uh, luxe yet lightweight sweaters. And trust us, they do cashmere better than anyone. The cashmere fisherman and cashmere cocoon are the best sellers in every season. But I am always, as always, most excited to style them each fall. Fall, it's, they're just so yummy, you all. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. I love to pair the Jenny Kane sweater with everything from classic denim to a simple slip dress for a look that's effortless and so easily put together. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So, you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. 
They also have a stunning collection of home essentials, timeless furniture pieces, cozy throws, perfectly curated decor, and the most incredible candles. I keep one in every room. Oh my gosh, I love her candles. Plus, they have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back in every purchase, and joining is completely free. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code Maggie at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at JennyKane.com, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code Maggie. Like getting dressed, be one less thing to worry about. Looking to stock up on functional snacks and clean beverages to energize you during your busy fall days? Shop Green Chef's latest offering, Green Bundles, available at Green Market. Your one-stop shop for nutritious grab-and-go breakfasts, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, ready-to-eat snacks, and more you can easily add to your weekly order. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Eating well doesn't have to be boring. Feel your best this fall and satisfy your cravings with adventurous eats made nutritious. Discover exciting new flavors with recipes that feature certified organic fruits, and vegetables, sustainably sourced seafood, and unique farm-fresh ingredients like tart cherries, truffle zest, and rainbow carrots. How fun is that? Green Chef delivers everything you need to eat clean the easy way this September. Feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and taste, too. Get ahead of the busy season with our convenient step-by-step recipes, including dinners ready in 25 minutes or less, and they really mean that. I have tried them. It is 25 minutes or less, some or less. It's so easy. They're so good. 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. Plus, cut down on meal prep with pre-portioned and prepped ingredients, including pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings delivered right to your door. And it's so good. I have to say the keto-friendly snickerdoodle cookies, insane. I also recently made the garlic herb chicken and sun-dried tomatoes with kale and rice. It was so good. It was unbelievable. Anyway, I can't say enough about it. It was so delicious. Feel your best this back-to-school season with seasonal recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood, which you all know is very close to my heart. It's so busy. It's fall. Like we need we need to be able to cut down on time and make quick yummy meals. And Green Chef is so, so, so good. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 me time and use code 60 me time to get 60% off plus free shipping. Did you hear that? That's 60, 60% off. Greenchef.com slash 60 me time and use code 60 me time to get 60% off plus free shipping. This is such a good deal. You Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's see, the next question I'm going to go with from this category. How do you deal with the days when you feel low? That's a good one. You know, it varies, but I would say one thing that usually helps me feel better is to do something a little bit physical to sort of get me in my body and out of my head. So when I feel when I feel low, it's usually from, you know, some negative voice in my head, heady overthinking days, which, you know, they're hard to overcome. And also I've learned, like looking back on things, how ridiculous it is to overthink anything. Things are and will be what they will be. And I, I don't mean that like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I just mean things have a way of unfolding. I feel like we overthink on uh, the things that like we don't know or that like we get anxiety about things we don't know. I think they say like depression is is looking back and anxiety is looking forward. And the overthinking part is such a an energy suck. And yet it is also incredibly hard to get out of when it happens and speak for myself. But I think overthinkers will agree. And that a lot of times it's sort of predicting things or trying to control things that are just impossible to predict and are completely out of our control, like other people and their feelings and emotions. So on days that I get really down, it's I usually find myself overthinking either negative things about myself um, or, you know, about other things that I don't know yet, I can't predict, things I'm afraid of, things I'm scared of, you know, all that. So um, the one Thing that usually does jolt me out of that is doing something physical. I think I've talked about, have I talked about impromptu dance parties on here? I'm not sure if I have, but whether it's music and dancing, it's getting outside, getting into nature and the earth in some way, some dirt, something that kind of just forces your brain out of that space. And that's just me because that's usually where, where I usually feel low is when those voices get kind of loud and I'm overthinking. So I don't know what that is for everyone else, but I think somewhere there's like this chart. I, I'll see if I can find it. Maybe I'll share it. There's like a chart of emotions that exists that kind of go from like the highest level of like, you know, they say like the highest vibrations of like joy and happiness and peace and contentedness and all that to like low, low, low shame, guilt, anger, all that stuff. And it's kind of like a spectrum of emotions. But I think we get overwhelmed in the idea of thinking that, like, I need to get out of this and it needs, I need to jump to joy right away or I need to jump to happiness right away. When really, you kind of just need to go to the emotion that's just above whatever it is that you're feeling on that chart. Just, just, 
just a little bit, just come out of it a little bit. And so, cause I, and I think that kind of, it rings true for a lot of things. Like, you know, we get overwhelmed when we want to start a new project because we are thinking about how much it's going to take to get to the end instead of just taking the first step, baby step to even make that happen. Um, that happens to me all the time. I'll get paralyzed in the overwhelm and then I'll get even more down because then I'm judging myself even more. I'm overthinking the whole process and then I'll waste a whole day that I could have been, you know, taking a, that step or doing something that jolted me out of that sad place I was in or bad place I was in. So anyway, that's my advice. This is mostly for what I use for myself. So I'm just, it, it, and it does help doing something creative, painting, even just picking up a paintbrush, something that's kind of tangible for me really helps, like using my hands to do something. After Peanut died, my dog died, it was recommended to me, you know, to sort of paint my grief. And I didn't really know what that meant until I just picked up a brush and started painting. And then what that turned into me actually using my hands and like finger painting because it felt like I could feel the paint and through the paint, I was like feeling my feelings. Anyway, so something creative and tangible like that you can get your get your hands into or body like senses kind of all going but that's also for me just like being in my like doing something physical um it could be as simple as taking a hike taking a walk taking like a couple of minutes and just like listening to your favorite song and taking a walk or like having a little dance party to it and just like drop like come come back to your life after that anyway I could go on and on about this because I feel like I try new things all the time but I hope that was helpful it was very rambly. Okay, let's see what else we got here. One thing I never leave the house without is sunscreen. So I love the Unseen Sunscreen by the Supergoop. It's nice. It's so hydrating. It feels wonderful. But I also really love the SkinCeuticals Physical Fusion, which is like, it's a little tinted. So sometimes I just throw that on and I really like don't you don't need anything else because it's got that little tint in it kind of gives you a little coverage so I love 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 that I have this Laura Mercier lip gloss which I think they're discontinuing or already did I'm still I'm finding it in random places now but I love her lip gloss the color was blush and I just don't think they make it anymore and I'm kind of into like lip pencils again like lip liner I love like Whirl by MAC I love Charlotte Tilbury there's like a pink, I think that she only has a few, but there's a, I think it's the lightest pink one. I'm, I don't remember the name of it right now, but I love that one. I also love the Charlotte Tilbury blush. Um, I love, this is all pretty much what Anton said. So I think somewhere on either his episode or the tutorial I did on my page, you can see all of this, but I never leave the house without mascara and sunscreen. Those are my two uh, number ones. What else do I have? Beauty products that I love. Oh, One Skin. This moisturizer I love. It's like not greasy. I think there's like an anti-aging peptide. They have like it's I don't know. It's supposed to be super nice, super fancy. I just love how it feels. And I think my and I love how my skin looks while I'm using it. And then I use a vitamin C serum as well. And that's also by SkinCeuticals. Let's do favorite restaurant to eat in LA. This is so tricky. I am all over the place. I love, look, for takeout, I I love Sugarfish Sushi. I think they have wonderful, it's just wonderful. The whole layout, the way it's presented, I love it so much. Um, but for, so that's like my takeout, but my favorite restaurant to eat. I absolutely love Marvin. I have talked about it. It's just 
It's so, so good. I love Mirate in Los Feliz so much. I love Little Doms in Los Feliz so much. I'm trying to think of the places that I go a lot, but it's it's probably that. That's sort of where I live. Let me do, I've really bounced around on these, but I'm picking a few from each category. So travel. Uh, what has been my favorite travel destination? Ooh. Uh, that's impossible. It's so hard. That's so hard to answer. You know, I'm all over the place. I absolutely, I took a trip to Greece a couple of years ago. I went alone for a couple of weeks. It was so wonderful. It was powerful. I highly recommend traveling alone to anybody. The experience is just very different. Obviously, there's room for all of it. Like you want to travel with people too. But I do feel like there is this, like the way you take things in exploring a place. So I think that was that was such a beautiful place and also the experience of being there alone, like being so far away, being in such a place of history, such a place of beauty, the food, the culture, everybody. I absolutely loved that. But I feel like I've traveled to so I I feel like I've been lucky um that I've been able to travel. I I took a trip to China with a group of people when I was like 25 that I knew kind of well, but like not that well. So it, I got to kind of have that experience of traveling, like with the safety of a group, but also being on my own. I took nothing but a backpack. It was like six weeks and um, life changing. Um, I went to China. I went to China, I think it was three weeks, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. And then Hong Kong and Japan as well. And uh, again, just an unbelievable, that was life-changing. It was hard and being with just a backpack was hard, all of that. But like, I'm so glad I had the experience and I loved it so much. I'll throw another one in there. Like, I feel, again, like I, I've just been so lucky to travel. I, I love London. I just love visiting London. But I went on a trip. It was a blend of like Copenhagen, Helsinki, so Scandinavia, Stockholm, and then St. Petersburg, Russia, and then Estonia. So it was a really intense, like very cool, very fun, lots of travel heavy trip, like moving around a lot, but very just mind-blowingly different and cool. It was also during like a psych hiatus. So it was very cold, a hiatus, but like the time we were off on psych always happened to be during winter. So it was it was an incredible experience. And Estonia was really neat because it was unexpected. We were actually going to go to another destination in Russia, but there was like a, a bad thing had happened. So we decided not to do that and had to like reroute last second. And Estonia was so neat because they're the only way to get there or the easiest way to get there was by ferry. But like it was the middle of winter on the Balkan Sea that was completely iced over. And so you had to take a ferry um, on what looked like a sheet of ice. And the ferries have these like icebreakers um, that would sort of break the ice as you go. So you can travel through this ice. It was crazy. At one point, it looked like, you know, almost like this, like a different planet or like the surface of the moon. I don't know. It was one of the most incredible things I had seen. And the hotel we stayed in had the a first recorded date of like 1372 or something. So the history there was really powerful um, yeah, to have that experience in such an interesting place. Anyway, those are just a few that like come to mind. To pick one is almost impossible. I absolutely love New York City. I love London. Like those are places I love to go all the time. But when I go to like favorite travel destination, most recent it was Greece, just because that was also such a unique experience and being alone. 
okay. So there was that. And then I let me see if there's anything else in travel that I I could talk about travel forever. I almost feel like we should do an entire travel ask me anything or travel episode. How do you prepare for travel? Oh, okay. Maybe I'll do this too. Research itineraries, favorite place you visited recently and overall. Yeah. Okay. So I did the favorite place. Do I research? Yes. I mean, I research where I'm going to stay. And then I try to get like a rough idea of where I want to go. I've never used a travel agent. Planning travel is one of my favorite things. And uh, I feel like I have a knack for it. So I kind of almost challenge myself to do it myself, whether it's trains, ferries, moving around, any of that. So I start with kind of the rough picture of the timeline and where I want to be um, or where I want to visit. And uh, I then I kind of go from there as far as I mean, a lot of times, too, if I'm alone, I'll, I'll or, or even traveling with somebody like if I want to stay longer someplace, I'll do that or whatever. But to mostly have a, a set time to go know the places I absolutely have to hit. I'll research that. But I like a blend. Personally, I like to do a blend of like the tourist attractions. Obviously, if it's a it's a place that's known for its like history, museums, yada, yada. But I liked more of like local. I like to like land somewhere and then like, you know, ask the taxi drivers or anybody at the airport. I love to like ask people in restaurants like their favorite places. So I like to have a blend of like neighborhood and local and also the kind of major places. So my favorite thing to honestly do when I travel is leave room, is to not book every single day down to the minute, to the hour, to the whatever of like what I'm doing, because you just never know what you're going to come across or what you're going to want to see. That'd probably be my advice too for like planning travel. It's like have a couple of those things that you need to hit and then also just be in the place, be in the space and like see where it, see where it leads you ask questions and like talk to people because uh, the locals always know. That's where, honestly, the, the best times when I have, the best experiences I've had when traveling have come from asking people um, and locals what I should do. Greece, for example, I was going to, I was just doing Athens and then I was going to Santorini and Mykonos back to Athens and out. And, you know, I asked several people had mentioned this place called Hydra which is um, a smaller island and pretty, pretty close to Athens, but it's more of a local spot. You can only get there by boat. It's very, where a lot of writers go, and this is the way it was sort of described, but it had come up enough that I was like, okay, I, I want to see this before I go. And oh my God, it was like, it was such the, it was such a highlight of the trip. So anyway, um, so preparing, it's, I've learned to not overbook myself to do things. And also have to, you know, be able to be loose and take advice from locals or pop in somewhere that I didn't expect to go. Like those are the my favorite experiences. So yeah, I do research. I usually wait to the plane. I love, love travel books. I think they're so much fun. But I, again, like I might like just kind of flip through a few pages, but for the most part, I save that for the plane ride. Um, always have. That's been something I've always done since I started traveling is um, the the uh, travel books and planning books are for the plane. Okay. Favorite restaurants to enjoy alone? Oh, for some me time. In LA, I mean, I, I mostly, the thing I love, I think of New York's uh, in this scenario as well. Like I, I went not long ago, went by myself and I found that there were places that were like hard to get a reservation or that I knew I really wanted to eat. 
Um, and I thought, you know, I'll just sort of pop in alone and see what happens. You can always almost usually get a spot at the bar, but some of these places I thought it would be such a long shot and every single place I could. New York, I feel like is so open to that because everyone like you're on foot and you can pop in and out of places. Everyone else is kind of doing the same thing. LA is a little more tricky. It's not for me because I don't really care. Like if I, uh, you know, I'll go eat anywhere pretty much alone. Um, but uh, my favorite place, I love to eat at Little Dom's alone. Um, I think that bar is beautiful and it's just really nice and cozy. And usually you can get a spot at the bar, even though it's also kind of crowded, but there's something about it. It's very neighborhoody, but it's also just very good. Covell is a wine bar in Silver Lake that is also um, a place I've always gone. And I find that a lot of people who are there at the bar are alone as well. So it's kind of nice. It's kind of a bar for that. Like you can totally have your social experience, but um, it's not unusual to see people eating there alone um, or drinking there alone. We are going to be starting a new segment on Me Time that will be our fun pet news of the week our animal news of the week. This week, I'm going to start with a couple of pups that need to be adopted that we actually featured on our Tiger Francis. I, we have the Tiger Francis Foundation. We're a, a small 501c3 here in LA. And on our uh, Instagram, Tiger Francis, at Tiger Francis, we featured these two precious little pups. I think they're, they're pit bull or at least uh, pit mixes that were Rescued from Mexico. Their names are Kugel and Babka. They're absolutely precious. And they were rescued by Love Leo Rescue. You can find them at, at Love Leo Rescue. They're friends of Tiger Francis. And they are currently being fostered by a wonderful person. And we are just trying to help them find their forever home. Um, so uh, we'll post that picture. And if you are interested or know anybody who might be interested, did please spread the word about these sweet, sweet, sweet little babies. They're so beautiful. Oh, they're boys, both of them. And they were born into a kind of a, a dangerous situation in Skid Row here in Los Angeles. And these two lucky ones were able to be rescued. And now we're trying to help them find their forever homes because they're just so precious. So please spread the word. Again, you can either, you can DM us at two at uh, Tiger Francis, T-I-G-E-R, and that's Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S, or Love Leo Rescue. Um, they will have more, in, uh, more info. And you can see their adorable pics on either one of our uh, Instagrams. So yeah, this is going to be a fun new segment that we're going to be doing. We'll be featuring dogs that need adoption and also good, beautiful stories of the week, your pets send them in. We want to hear them and we want to talk about uh, the pet good news of the week. So thank you all so much for listening to the second Me Time AMA, Ask Me Anything. You are still welcome to send questions at Me Time with Maggie. Instagram, you can DM us. We have a few more of these that we will be doing in the near future because again, all of your questions were so wonderful and there are lots to go through and I want to get to every single one. I thoroughly enjoyed reading and answering them and please continue to share with us what you're doing with your me time and don't forget to tag us at me time with maggie the hashtag is wonderful too but when you tag us in the actual handle we can 
repost it really easily to our story and we can see how everybody is spending their me time. Especially right now at the start of fall, which you all know I'm so excited about because I talked about it so much on this episode. I would love to see what you're cooking, how you're spending your cozy nights. Share all of it and tag us at me time with Maggie and we will repost. We love hearing it anyway. Thank you all so much again for listening and for all of your questions and we can't wait to see you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.